You're listening to the Fertility Academy podcast, episode four. Today, we're talking all about what questions to ask your fertility doctor when they recommend IVF as a next step. So stay tuned. Welcome to Fertility Academy, a podcast where we provide you with information and tools to help you optimize your fertility to grow your family no matter where you are in your fertility journey. We offer interesting, creative, and evidence-based information and give you practical tools to help you get closer to your goal of building a family. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a fertility-focused acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner, board-certified fertility specialist, and fertility coach with over 10 years of experience helping my patients build their families. I'm so glad you're here with us. Let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome to the Fertility Academy podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. Today, we're going to talk about in vitro fertilization or IVF and some of the questions that you might want to ask your doctor when you're making the decision on whether or not to move forward with that treatment. In my clinical practice, I would say that between 65 to 75% of my patients are using some form of assisted reproductive technology or fertility medicine at any given time. And many of these patients are either in IVF cycles or they're working toward them. Now, I want to state that I'm not anti-IVF. I know that some alternative practitioners and allied health professionals are. I believe that it is an absolutely miraculous technology that people can use to grow their families. There are lots of reasons why someone might choose to use IVF, but it's a huge decision to make when IVF is suggested as the next step in your fertility journey, and there are a lot of factors to consider. I often spend time coaching my patients and online clients on which questions to ask in order to clarify that decision process, and I want to share some of those suggested questions with you today. Questions can vary from situation to situation, and there may be nuances in reasoning depending on that person's particular reason for considering IVF, but I want to offer some questions that will be applicable to anybody across the board regardless of why they're doing IVF. So, let's dive in. Question number one, what is the reason why you are recommending IVF? Believe it or not, this is a common question that people need answers to. IVF is not typically the first treatment that's offered to fertility patients when they're struggling. Usually a reproductive endocrinologist or fertility doctor, or in some cases a gynecologist, will try drug therapy or IUI or intrauterine insemination before moving on to IVF. So if it feels like things have progressed rather quickly in the treatment process, it's a good idea to ask for clarity just to make sure you understand why you're ending up at this point at this particular time. Your doctor probably has a perfectly good reason and a lot of medicine and testing and evidence to back up that recommendation. But for your peace of mind, given that IVF is such a big journey to embark on, it's a good idea to ask your doctor to explain their reasoning. Number two, how does IVF work? IVF is a complex process and often takes a lot longer than people anticipate. You'll want to ask your doctor which medications and procedures will be involved in your particular case and how that will affect you. IVF does involve multiple medications, daily injections, and surgery, so it's important to get all of the information on exactly what's involved before you say yes. If anything doesn't make sense or is making you feel nervous or uncomfortable, ask for clarification. Number three, 
what are the risks and side effects? As with any therapeutic intervention, whether it's medical or holistic or natural, there are always risks and side effects that can occur. It's important to understand the full extent of what might happen during an IVF cycle, including how will the medications make me feel? What will the surgery be like? Are there any risks associated with that? You want to be sure that you're making a truly informed decision when you decide to go ahead with IVF. Number four, how long does it typically take for people using IVF to get pregnant? I've supported many patients through their IVF cycles, and it's almost always much longer of a process than they were anticipating. Further to that, in many cases, it requires more than one round of IVF and multiple embryo transfers to get a healthy baby. Not everybody is clear on that point when they first start, so sometimes it's surprising for people. IVF is a waiting game for a lot of reasons. The majority of the patients that I support through IVF find that it can often take six months to a year to go through the entire process. So it's important to ask the doctor what they anticipate for your individual timeline. Of course, nobody can predict the future and the doctor won't be able to give you an exact answer, but they may be able to let you know approximately how long they think it might take. Number five, what's the cost? It makes sense that you'd want to be fully aware of the cost of the procedure. You might also want to ask if there's funding available from the local government and which portion of your treatment will be covered by that funding. For example, here in Ontario, Canada, where I practice, there's a once-per-lifetime funding available to people on a limited basis, but it only covers the procedure itself and not the required medications. If funding is not available, you can ask about financing programs or grants available through the clinic or other institutions. Number six. Do you recommend any additional testing or procedures aside from the traditional IVF? For example, some doctors recommend ICSI, or intracytoplasmic sperm injection, which is when the sperm is injected into the egg instead of allowing them to connect naturally. Some clinics offer genetic testing on the embryos, as genetically normal embryos have been shown to have better birth outcomes, for obvious reasons. If additional testing and procedures are being recommended in your case, you'll want to understand why. Most of these procedures may not be covered by funding or insurance, and you might end up paying out of pocket, so it is to your advantage to understand why they're being done. Number seven, how will you support me after I become pregnant? You're going to want to understand the clinic's pregnancy care program for after you conceive, especially in cases where you might have had multiple miscarriages in the past. Will they offer additional testing and monitoring? What is the drug protocol once you conceive? At what stage are you referred to your primary health care provider for pregnancy care, such as an OB or a midwife? Number eight, what are your current infection control procedures and standards? At the time of recording, we are nearly 10 months into the COVID-19 global pandemic, and life has changed in almost every way. Medical practice is no exception. Your clinic might have new policies that can impact your treatment experience. For example, if you have a partner, they might not be allowed to accompany you to any appointments, and that includes the surgery. You might receive fewer monitoring appointments that you would have had prior to COVID. It's important to understand what will happen so you can mentally prepare. Number nine, do you recommend and welcome the support of allied health professionals during my IVF process? It can take a whole team of dedicated professionals to make a healthy baby. 
and all have different tools that they can bring to the table. Most doctors support the use of acupuncture in naturopathic medicine, for example. Both therapies have been proven in research to be of benefit in the IVF process and might increase positive outcomes for IVF patients. It doesn't happen often, but occasionally I'll have a patient whose doctor recommends against acupuncture support, and I have to wonder if they're familiar with the most current research. It's just something to consider. Number 10. Do you offer any type of mental-emotional support during the process? IVF can be a heavy investment on many levels, physically, emotionally, financially, and it can also have an impact on your marriage or partnership. Many clinics mandate a psychological assessment before proceeding with IVF, and they might provide an internal support group through their clinic. It's to your advantage to know if these tools are available to you and how to access them. IVF can be a sensitive topic, and many people don't want to share what they're going through with their family and friends, so it's good to know that there's somebody that you can talk to if and when you need it. So, those are my top 10 questions I recommend that people ask when presented with IVF as a treatment option. Of course, your reason for doing IVF might inspire even more questions to ask. If you're using donor eggs or sperm, that will require a different level of clarification, or perhaps you're doing IVF for genetic reasons or because of a cancer diagnosis. No matter the reason for IVF, you as the patient have a right to fully understand exactly what your body is going to be going through and what possible outcomes there might be. Don't hesitate to ask questions and ask for clarification if there's something that you don't feel right about or that you're confused about. You are ultimately in the driver's seat and you have rights to the information as a patient. Do you have more questions that you'd like to add to the list? I'd love to hear about them in the private Facebook group, Fertility Academy Community. I'll be sure to link that in the show notes below. Next week, I'm going to be talking with a former patient of mine about her fertility journey with PCOS. This episode is a juicy one, so be sure to subscribe so you can get notified the moment the episode comes out. Until next Wednesday, take care. Thank you for joining us on Fertility Academy. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you loved our content today, please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with someone who you think might find it helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to be notified of new episodes. A new one comes out every Wednesday. To keep in touch with us and to continue the conversation, you can find us over on Instagram at Fertility Academy or join us on our private Facebook group, the Fertility Academy Community. Both are linked in the show notes today. Until next time, have a great week.